What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I'm Dylan. And I'm Josh. And we're the Out of Office Podcast. Yes, if people say it's your option, we'll be like, we'll take our chances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of um, folks holding out, did you see the Florida governor today? what's going on josh how you doing man doing good doing good Dylan. how about you uh doing well man it's cool to actually be here in person podcasting right now i know Dylan and i are in person for the first time in probably four months wow has it been that long yeah we're in phase two yeah man that's wild so we're here sorry there's gonna be no video this week just because we're just on my desk so it's really not a very clean setup <laughs> We're still, what, five and a half feet? It might not be six feet apart, but we're, we're close to there. Yeah, socially distancing. Uh, my window's closed though in the room, so <laughs> hopefully we'll be all right. But, uh, so how are you doing, man? Uh, got some big news, I think. I, I'm doing good, doing good. Yeah, I, it was a big week. Um, I signed papers for a house on Friday, uh, which was it happened super, super fast. My dad came up earlier in the week, and we looked at a couple of places. Um, and then one of them we liked a lot and then we made a pretty aggressive offer and they ended up taking it, um, or sort of kind of, um, and so I signed on Friday and then the inspections on Monday. And so I think that'll be like the more real point. Um, cause it is like a 10 year old townhouse. Um, the real point to see like, is it actually going to go through? Uh, it's a nice, it's a very nice too. If Josh says it's a fixer upper, it's definitely not. It's already, it's where it needs to be. <laughs> it could use fixing. I guess it's not like, it's a lot of cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, we tried to pick one where there was like some upside. Um, that's what my dad was kind of trying to talk me through and convince me through for like this one specifically. He's like, oh, if you do like this tiny stuff, you know, in a couple years, um, you can try to resell it or something. Yeah, that's smart. How did you go about negotiating with them? on the price guy said you said you got a better price yeah yeah it was on the market for like 20 days um which is a pretty long time in seattle uh i feel like most stuff you know if it's good it'll sell in a week up here um and so it was on the market for a while and then we came in fifty thousand dollars under their asking price was our first bid nice i like it <laughs> and then so when we did that I, I thought he would come back um maybe like 10 or 20 lower but we asked for 50 lower and he came back with 30 lower oh which was like pretty close right more than halfway yeah. um and then the realtor called and she was like you should really take this offer like i don't think he's gonna go any lower like we might the, another offer might come in today at a higher price and then i call my dad and he's just like no He's like, counter one more time. <laughs> and then so I countered and then Dudu got super pissed off. The guy who's like selling the house. Yeah. Um, and he he then rescinded his 650 offer because he called my bank and I actually hadn't st started the loan application yet. I got like pre-qualified, but I didn't actually start the application. Mm -hmm. And so he pulled the 650 offer and was just like, no, I don't even trust you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you have to uh, prove to me like you submitted your loan app or like I won't sell it. Cause he was just like, you seem shifty. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then, so I had to do that. And then luckily like it went through Thursday night and then Friday, like we signed it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> he was like, no, counter one more counter time. One more time. <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
Oh man, so how's it feel? Is it like, well, it's like a dream come true, like you're about to be a homeowner. I feel nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a lot of money and you know, we're trying to do a couple of things to like make the investment work out and so there's like some risk to it. So I'm a little like nervous for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh but excited too. Like I'm excited to um work on it and fix some stuff up and I'm I'm hoping my dad can come up and help me a little bit too. So that should be fun to work with him because he's pretty good at that type of stuff. And yeah. so it, it would be good to learn from, you know, some of the skills he has. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Let uh, me know if you need any just minor maintenance stuff. Minor maintenance, yeah. <laughs> I can't like change the floors or anything like that, but like if your dishwasher stops working, let me know. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. Cause yeah, you did the summer internship, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it internship. I think it's more like a summer job. Oh, yeah, summer job. Yeah, like maintenance. Uh, yeah, I was doing an engineering uh, thing. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. That's really tight, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome. thanks, man. It's like, uh, definitely, you know, inspection still has to go through and mm-hmm. all the other stuff, but it's looking good so far. So, so do, what do they look for in the inspection? Is it just like, it doesn't have like, like an infestation of stuff or it's not like falling yeah, apart? Infestation, infestation, if it needs like a new roof yeah. or the foundation's cracked, um, or if there's like some weird, maybe plumbing problem um but i think yeah like just looking out for any like really big red flags that you know it'd be super costly to repair did you like ask around to like see who was like the best person or do you have like multiple people coming in because i'd just be worried if what if the one expector i chose just had like an off day and was just like "Eh, i really feel like checking too hard today just like look through and like oh so (laughs) my realtor set it up the inspector Mm -hmm. um, but my dad's gonna come up again okay to walk with the inspector and i know he knows what he's doing and mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah, it's whatever yeah. <laughs> as long as my dad's more able to do the walkthrough then i feel fine he just scolding the the person doing the walkthrough he's like you didn't even look in here <laughs> basically oh damn that's tight that man yeah it should be it should be good where are you gonna call your your place i don't know casa de la josh <laughs> maybe yeah i have not thought that far dude you know what you should do you should start like an underground club because i know bars are open now in seattle or a few of them and outdoor outdoor bars or how are they open even i think uh, for outdoor it's you, you have to be like six feet apart ish okay yeah gotcha okay because i went to a bike store today and i had to stand in line for like 30 minutes and i went in and this was like a like three-story building it was like pretty big it easily was like over like ten thousand square foot and i was the only person in the entire store and i was like really this is like what we're doing nowadays i guess i appreciate the safeness but i went and didn't get a bike so that's kind of lower but <laughs> yeah we went on a pretty long bike ride this week too yeah shout out to justin justin was out there with us and man it was a rough one for me <laughs> you guys had to stop i think anytime we went up a big ass hill you got you guys had to stop because my bike isn't uh I guess my bike isn't made for that kind of distance. It's like a commuter bike uh, or a hybrid. Is this what I thought it was at least? It doesn't seem very hybrid-y. It seems... <laughs> well, uh, it is kind of... You can do like street and yeah, then you and can I guess do dirt. gravel and dirt. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's like flat. Cause the hills, I was like significantly behind. If you guys would have just kept going, I one, I would have for sure gotten lost. Because there was that one point where I got so far behind you guys and you guys had taken like a turn. There's like a three-way turn. I was just like, fuck, I hope it's left. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys would have just gone you guys would have easily got it back like 20 minutes before me like at that point i would just be like ah oh, fuck i probably would just turned around <laughs> yeah. are you looking at road bikes now yeah yeah so i'm looking to get a road bike probably gonna have to go on ebay because 
pretty much they're sold out everywhere. Even on OfferUp, I couldn't find one that was my size. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because everybody's just biking. And all aluminum bikes, which are like the a lot cheaper ones. Because for those of you that don't know, bikes are super expensive. You could buy a motorcycle for a lot of these road bikes that you see guys going out on. And they're like, you know, like $7,000 plus, like $4,000. And like, I'm just looking to get one that's like under $1,000 would be like the ideal of like price range. And they're just all sold out everywhere. Because I think other people have the same idea. Like, I, I don't know how serious I am about this, but yeah, bike. Yeah, I went under 1000 too. Yeah. I was like, my bike was 700 I think, 7800 Yeah, that's good. That's a great price. I couldn't find your bike literally anyway. Because I looked back at your messages you sent me and you bought like a Cannondale Sora, something like that. Can't find it anywhere. Yeah, that one, and, and this was even before COVID. I bought it. I bought it in January. Well, not before COVID, but Smart. before it was a big thing. Yeah, but this one I was like looking for forever too. And then finally, this random store in Florida had it. So I was looking for like it to get in stock because I think it's last year or the years before Model Two, my specific one. And so there just weren't that many more of them out there. Um, and then yeah, finally like some Florida place had it, and then they had like fifteen percent off their entire store. For like that weekend too, which is like super clutch on a purchase like that. Yeah, if they would have just waited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They put a yeah, kid in like fifteen percent more. Damn. Yeah, I remember you getting your bike too, and you like you were like setting it up and everything like that. I was like, oh damn, that's cool. I got a bike, and I I didn't think about, it. and then I ended up getting my bike because I remember you had gotten it. And you were talking about like how much you liked it, and I was like, oh, I'll try a bike. It's like a good way to like work out. And I got on, it and I was like, oh wow, I fucking love it. It's just something so nice about it because it's so much easier than like running in a sense but you, and you feel like you're getting places like you're going like a pretty good distance yeah and i was talking about justin uh talking about this with justin too about like i feel like in seattle because of how bike friendly it is it's almost like i'm re-exploring the city yeah and you get to see like on uh the right earlier like uh, that beach we pass in bellevue that i'd like never seen before madrona um, or medina i think that one was in, in Bellevue, but we passed through that too. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I was just like getting to see like different parks and stuff that, yeah. you know, I've never seen before. Yeah. Lots of really great views from like going on I 90 and actually being able to like look out the side of the there, like not going too fast where everything's, you know, kind of blurry. Yeah. That was crazy. It's crazy that though, I didn't even know that, that it was that like, I knew it was bike friendly. Like I thought it was just like in some city streets, but I didn't know we had like entire routes you could go through. Yeah. It's, and it's all, kind of hidden too which is which is cool you gotta like poke around and find yeah it's like hiking but like faster <laughs> yeah hopefully you get a, a road bike too because um it is a like, ton of fun and we got to make sure you go on all the long rides yeah yeah and because with your bike i was impressed because i feel like with um the layout it's almost like you're biking like 25 or 50 percent more than us mm-hmm. you know yeah that's a bitch yeah <laughs> It got to the point where it was like so hard where I was on like the lowest gear, which is the one you go want to use when you're going up hills. And I was just going flat on the ground. I was like, "Ooh, this is a little hard. I need to turn this down. I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> but I did get what I did get because I guess you're supposed to get this. Um, and that's why like bike seats are so uncomfortable is you actually get like uh, compression shorts, but they also have like padding like near your butt. So I just bought some of those. Dude, I bought some of those too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know they had butt pads. Yeah. I bought them on Amazon because uh, I just wanted tights because I, I wear shorts. And so, so it's like uh, just like some tightness down there. And yeah. 
I just got them in the mail today, and I put them on. I was like, "What the fuck?" It's uh, it does have butt pads on them. Oh man, that's tight. Uh, was it? Have you ridden with them? No, no, no. I just got them today. Uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha, dude. Yeah, I bet it's gonna be so much more comfortable. Because I was wondering why. It's 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 also hell funny because all the things I thought were I'd always make fun of bikers like for having like this how they wear like those little uh male rompers or whatever the really tight ones and stuff like that and like the pointy helmets i used to always think that was super funny and now i'm just like i need to get that you know, build up some speed <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it looks super funny and until you're like get out there and you're like the only person that's on you're like oh man that does look super comfy yeah <laughs> and yeah way faster oh yeah yeah it's like crazy when you'll see the guys on the bikes that are like uh it's almost sounds like you hear a, a yep, like an engine yep. like you know that's a nice bike yeah, they always go so fast. They like the burn past everybody. The ones that pass, the ones that go past us, they look like ten thousand dollar bikes. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they like, make that weird sound. And they're usually like all black too. Yep, yep. Yeah, those ones. I don't I'm know what that everything. is. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our final form. <laughs> yeah, especially when they start building, like, because right now the the electric batteries seem a little bit big, but once they start to be able to make it really small and mm-hmm. it's like no weight, yeah, you can just put that, you know, on a really fast road bike. It's just ah oh, man. What else is, uh, oh, well, so tonight we're actually, we're recording this on, uh, June 20th, and today is actually the day that Trump is doing his rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is, he's definitely, I I haven't looked at any news, so I don't know what's going on, it's, what, 8 o'clock, or it's almost 9 actually now, so it's probably already gone down, but I haven't looked at any news, and I'm just guessing he said a bunch of crazy stuff, because this is his first time. And yeah, he's been he's been stepping it up. I'm reading the New York Times headline right now. <laughs> They're just like Trump rally fizzles as crowd size falls small, short of campaign's expectation. Oh wow! So people wouldn't even go. I don't know. I I don't see any pictures of it yet. Dang, that'd be so wild if he just lost all support. I think people are scared to get coronavirus. So yeah, that might be it too. They're like ah. Okay, I might die. Like, why do I got to sign this if it's not a big yeah. deal? Because <laughs> I, f- I feel like when people were protesting initially, that, uh, yeah, that might have just been a small select amount of people, you know? Yeah. What do you think about him originally having it scheduled on Juneteenth, Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I think that was a coincidence. Or, like, intentional. I feel like in some ways it, it almost had to have been intentional. I would it's agree. It's just too big of a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think why a lot of people were especially focusing on Tulsa is, is that the Tulsa race massacre. Yeah. Happened there. Black Wall Street. What, what age did you actually learn about the Tulsa? I'm pretty sure this year. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard about it. It's I didn't hear about it until after high school. Yeah. It's weird. They don't teach you any of the good stuff in history class, like the actual real stuff. I didn't know that. Uh, I thought the Native Americans and like the pilgrims and stuff like that were super cool and they were just, you know, all got along at Thanksgiving and all that. I didn't know that the pilgrims like basically like did like a genocide of them. I don't know why. Well, I, I could take a guess why for, but it, it is weird that like for the Tulsa race massacre, it's like such a, you know, important event in American history. And, like, there's just no mention of it in, in history books, at least from yeah. what I remember. Oh, yeah, I didn't learn so much stuff. Oh, I would for sure remember that. I didn't know what... I was like, well, it's Black Wall Street. I, I, f- I feel like I heard about this oh, year. Oh, they definitely... Yeah, they definitely didn't. They didn't that, talk yeah. about that at all. Weird. Where do you, it's weird the stuff they leave out. It's almost 
in a way propaganda. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really is. is. It is. We have our own. It's it's interesting because I think the internet helps people realize this stuff. This has been going on forever, but now people are just kind of waking up to it. Yeah. Like, even the news. Like, I guarantee the news back in the day was biased as well. But people didn't know any... There's, like, no other sources they could look at, so they just had to assume that they were just stating the facts. Yeah. And when you have the news, you can kind of, like, alter people's views. Like, Jeff Bezos owns... The Washington Post. That's kind of interesting. But he says, you can write bad articles about me. He probably intentionally has them write certain bad articles. And sometimes he's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not putting that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. Not a bad idea, though. Gambling. <laughs> and even for the the Chaz that we went to, too, like seeing all the we talked about it a little bit last week, but seeing all the the coverage on it and people saying it's like a war zone there because i even for like a couple members of my family like is seattle good right now (laughs) i'm like yeah it's fine yeah Yeah. it's funny i watched uh, tucker carlson his video if anyone ever needs a good laugh watch his videos it just i don't agree with what he says but it's just like funny to see how like fear-mongering he is and so how obvious it is like what he's saying isn't true uh and he just like makes it seem like a freaking like zombie land where everyone's just doing drugs. And at the end of the video, he's just like, oh, and there's one other thing about Chaz that everyone there has in common. They don't have jobs. <laughs> but yeah, someone did die though there yesterday. So it's starting to look like a war zone now. Yeah, I only read like a little bit about it. But it sounds like... um there was like an argument or something super early in the morning or super late at night, whatever you want to call it, like two or 3 AM and that someone died. And then another person was shot. Was it two people? And they, they're saying that they didn't let the police in with riot gear when the police like tried to go and see if the people are good or go investigate or whatever, you know, they were going to go do. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. Cause this is like in a, in a way, like, Chaz is a perfect place for someone that actually wants to kill someone to do it because they're not letting cops in. And now I feel like this almost would incite someone that's, you know, fucked up or just, is, like, trigger happy to, like, go there now and be like, oh, people are just going to guard the door, but I can't get in. And those people might not even have known that somebody got shot. or are just, like, trying to keep the cops out because they thought the cops were just coming to come. Yeah, and there's already trigger-happy people there, too. Oh, like, yeah. all of the Proud Boys, I guess, are coming through at night. Or just, a, like, a lot of Proud Boy-esque groups, you know? Yeah. Um, some people that, like, have, uh, like, view that there's, like, a battle going on in the middle of Seattle. Mm-hmm. So they're rolling through at night and causing, like, a ton of confrontations. And there was a video posted a couple of days ago of some guy getting beat up by, like, a couple of Proud Boys a couple of blocks from Cal Anderson Park. Like, if you yeah. watch a video, you would probably, like, recognize the, the street. It's, like, right next to... What is that university in Cap Hill? Seattle. Seattle Community College? Uh, I thought it's Seattle University. Not the Seattle University, the community, or the uh, smaller one. But there's one, like, right in the... Seattle Puget? Something like that. <laughs> but in that, like, little alleyway, uh, some guy got beat up by a couple of Proud Boys. And then I, like, clicked on that dude's profile, the Proud Boys profile. Mm-hmm. and was, like, watching his videos, because I was just, like, curious. Yeah. Man, those people are crazy bro (laughs) he was like there's a war going on in the middle of seattle we must all go and fight i was like it's like dude it's like so crazy there like there's a bunch of people like that 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 exist too that will just show up to events 
arm to the T. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, why would you, why do you need to be here? Like, why are you just a, a, a person literally here just to show that you have hella guns and shit like that? You're not going to do anything, hopefully. But it's just like, to just show off. Oh, yeah. I'm, what are you even about? Like, what do you stand for? <laughs> it's scary. I don't know if I'll be able to go back there. I, I went there with my dad on Tuesday. And um, what you said it was a different type of chaz than when you went on the weekend, right? Oh, yeah. Because we talked about it on a, a Saturday. On a Tuesday at noon, it's a, it's a bit different. Like, well, how would you say it's a bit different? It's just, um, it's uh, less people there for sure. And when I was there, too, it was weird. They were like putting barricades in in the middle of the street because I think they I can we can really understand why they were doing. That. I asked one guy, one one person said they were doing it to like make sure like no cars could drive through and stuff. So yeah. that made me like on edge, though, like when I heard that, I don't know if that's actually why they were doing it. So so it's just like everyone's a little bit more on edge. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit different of crowd. Gotcha. So a little more sketchy crowd. <laughs> yeah in a way i guess we're just like i guess maybe the only the real diehards are there at that point it's like you're on there on tuesday because it's like i guess it's maybe i would say it's more like a a bar like if you go to a bar on a weekday like it's gonna in the middle of the day it's gonna be kind of weird like the people that you'll see there won't be like the normal people you would see and then if you go on a weekend it's just like you'll see tons of people and it'll be like oh this is pretty normal because that's when most people would go mm-hmm yeah. What do you, how do you think it ends there? And I don't know. I know we talked about it a little bit last week. Like, I, I think it would be really hard to use a ton of force there. Yeah. Um, And maybe they just let it run through the end of the summer and hope, you know, when the weather turns, people just start to leave. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it kind of depends on how it, it, things play out over the next couple of weeks. Someone getting shot there, you know, definitely does not help. No, yeah, it makes it definitely live up to people's expectations that it's dangerous and sketchy or whatever. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think a weather would definitely, a lot of people would move out there once it's <laughs> it's not, you know, sunny weather and whatnot. But... Yeah, I don't think it's going to end super well if it ends before then. If it ends before the end of the summer. Yeah, and I think um, I think some of the businesses there are going to start to make more noise, too. Yeah. When, when especially when COVID, you know, hopefully dies down. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be this fall or next spring when it dies down, but eventually they're going to want to open back up and get, like, the traffic that they used to. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, Ryan, not Ryan House, uh, Rhino Room or the apartments right there or the bar underneath and the other res- other restaurants down the street you know they're going to be down for it yeah and it's it would be there's a lot of apartments there like one of our friends she used to actually have an apartment there if she still lived there she would be stuck in chaz so i wonder what the people do because i'm obviously nobody wants to go and move into those apartments but at the same time can the people that are trying to actually move out of their apartment even do it because there no cars can go through there like, how are they going to get out? They're probably worried to get their stuff out. Like, impossible. You're just fucking stuck at the same time, though, too. Yeah. And you're stuck in a place you don't want to live, because let's be honest, nobody would want their apartment to actually be there. But just a bunch of random people all the time. And, you know, it is, like, there's tension in that area. Like, people are coming at night, you know, and someone, like, got shot and died yesterday, so... yeah. People are rolling through there at night and there's confrontations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, especially if you have a kid too, it's like, 
in the last couple of weeks we keep like, getting tear gas now like, i can't leave my apartment yeah you know like, okay this is ridiculous yeah yeah i would uh one thing i um i saw i was watching cairo like king five news or whatever that's like the main news channel here in uh seattle and i was just watching on youtube and there was a uh, business owner he owned like a car shop or something like that and he's so it was uh, being interviewed and he said that some guy came into his um, auto shop in like the middle of the night like broken in and just was trying to like light the uh, counter on fire to, like burn his business down for no reason <laughs> yeah and then his uh his sons who were like armed with like ar-15s and stuff like that like because they were protecting his business like went and like got him and then the people um in like Chaz or whatever like the security people whatever mm. they like just started beating up the guy <laughs> that did it and then that oh, was really? it yeah <laughs> they didn't like beat him up badly but they started they were like starting to throw a punch and then everyone was like whoa, whoa, whoa stop and then he just eventually they just let him go because the police couldn't get in there to arrest them because they only arrest people if it's like life or death yeah and so yeah damn it's it's really low just a rule free rule free society yeah, the police have been on the lookout for anyone messing with the building, though. They've caught a couple of the people now. Uh, I follow them on Twitter, and uh, they keep posting pictures of people, like, messing with their actual building, uh-huh. whether it be, like, putting gasoline Are on it. Or, man? <laughs> or, yeah, and they, they catch them. They post his picture or her picture on Twitter, and then a couple hours later, they'll be like, thanks, Seattle, we found him. Yeah. Or her. Yeah, do you think they should have even done it in the first place to de-escalate the situation just up left? Because I feel like if they would have just stayed and let the protest ride out, people still wouldn't be protesting today. It wouldn't be as getting as, you know, um, violent as it was before. I think it would have stopped. Yeah. But now, because of Chaz, they're just stuck there. Like People are like, oh, why would we leave? <laughs> you know, I think hindsight's twenty twenty all the time, mm-hmm. but they were in, in my view they were right to de-escalate because the couple of times you know in the later of nights it was just getting out of control tear gas is everywhere in the streets you the officers are like not being able to control the situation and there was that one other person that drove in a crowd and shot someone like it was just like a ton of crazy stuff happening there mm-hmm. in a 20 48 hour time frame right and so i think like they just had to like de-escalate all of like the the confrontation there but i do think a lot of that like a lot of the aggression was just caused by them in the first place mm-hmm. by you know starting with the tear gas days before and like they made it like i feel like the police made it into like a battleground area you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, the protest. I saw a lot of videos where it was like an aerial view so you could see what happened first and it was always yeah. the cops like pepper spraying and all the other ones because if i'm sure that they have something where Hey, if somebody does this, it means we all need to do it to get people better back off. It's yeah. like a thing. It's not like, oh, just one person pepper spray and let's all chill because people get agitated. So it's like we got to pepper spray everyone at once. And everyone saw those videos, yeah. right? Like it, it, they were circulating everywhere and everyone saw it and knew who actually started it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it's almost good to see like all the protests and everything like that going on because you could see that there was more than a few bad apples in the police department. And I'm not going to paint a brush that there's. You know, majority of police are bad because I don't think that's true at all. But I would say that there's a lot more than people actually think because it's just such a position of power that it takes someone with extreme character to really, you know, um, go about it well. And just think about all the people you know in your own life with like really great character, and it's probably not very many. So, you know, let's be be honest. Yeah, and it's it's always super ironic too because you know everyone's processing there about their um. 
what do you want to call it there you know the structure isn't working right now how things work it, it isn't isn't working and then they just like kind of double down and do like stuff that's wrong you know mm-hmm. on camera when the lights are on yeah so i mean we'll see i remember that guy who got pushed down the old man I got pushed down and he, like his head was bleeding when the cops got bailed out all the cops were standing around the when they had gotten bailed out and clapping like oh that's a little fucking fucked up you're cheering some guys getting bailed out after they like brutally assaulted a man <laughs> that's that's not like something isn't right yeah, right that's that's fucked up but yeah i don't want to say all police are bad because they're not i think majority are probably good but there's more than a few bad apples <laughs> yeah there's, you know, there's obviously something wrong with the culture and structure yeah but i mean at every job there are more than a few bad apples as well so but I, it, they have a, a lot higher stakes job than the rest of us. Like, you know, not doing just some random consulting. <laughs> I don't know any bad apples in my work. That would be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that, that's sketchy. But I mean, like people that just don't really give a shit about their job and don't do it how they should. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just like trying to like, what's the equivalent of like randomly throwing tear grass in a crowd? <laughs> <my job? laughs> okay. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What if Chaz just started spreading and it just started popping it's up? Chop now too. Oh, chop, 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 chop yeah. The Capitol Hill Autonomous. Oh no, Capitol Hill Occupy protest. Yeah, it's like their name change almost shows how unorganized it is, though. They don't have like a clear leader. Like there's a bunch of people just popping in and being like, "Ah, this is what we want." I feel like nobody know has like a clear cut what we exactly want. Like, let's focus on this and get this, which I think is super important. I think you can actually make a change if you have something you're focused on, like this particular bill, like did, that everybody just focuses on and pushes. And then once we get that done, do the next one. You know? Yeah. And, you know, this is super anecdotal. And so it might not like represent entirely what's going on there. But when I was there on Tuesday with my dad, um, we were near the police station area. And then there was a group of definitely what looked like leaders, like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. And they were arguing pretty loud with each other. And, um, one of the persons that said like, oh, like, I don't know why we gave those concessions to mm-hmm. the police officers. So they were, I guess they're like wheeling and dealing with the cops, like, you know, figure out like, how do we, mm-hmm. you know, get this away and let, you know, the police officers go back to the East Springsinct. And so they were arguing that some of the concessions that they gave up, they, they were like, we wouldn't have given those up if we were talking. And then another person was yelling at another person was like, what makes you the leader? Like, why do you think you're in charge? And I was like watching this all firsthand. I was like, oh, wow. So it is like there's definitely some not not as clear leadership. And, yeah, you know, not everyone's on the same page. We just go over there and lead them. <laughs> no. This is over now. Thirty change. No, I don't want to hang out there. Once it gets dark, I'm good. <laughs> I'll claim this building as my kingdom. <laughs> Dang, yeah, that's pretty wild. I wonder. I feel like the cops, if they really wanted to, though, they could just all like suit up and just walk straight in. I don't think people are gonna be like fighting and pushing them if they just walk. If they just walk in like a hella quick line, just be like, "Let's go," you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like do a little sprint so they can't all get blocked and be like, "Ah, oh, we taking the zone back." <laughs> They're gonna cheer. They'll probably have to clean up the sign too. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Up front. It was like one of the first. Yeah, yeah. evil department. That's pretty funny. It's crazy. It's crazy that it's happening in our backyard too. Which is, it's like one of the most uh, polarizing events in the U.S. Easily. 
yeah it'll be cool to say that we were we were around yeah yeah that's why i need to check it out maybe i'll just do a quick drive by i was there <laughs> not into the crowd though obviously <laughs> oh i hope so i'll take a wrong turn oh shit i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> so did you see uh trump's little uh twitter party he had on friday i would call it the string of crazy ass tweets <laughs> oh man he's ramping it up <laughs> what do you think he's distracting from what do you what do i think he's distracting from yeah i think he just distracts people that's what he does all this crazy stuff for because i mean what really could trump say that would be so crazy where you'd be like oh my gosh i really can't vote for him now or whatever like yeah. what else could he say i mean everyone's mind's made up <laughs> at this point yeah. whether which way you're leaning i feel like nobody is like oh well that makes me not like him anymore or whatever or that does everybody that doesn't like him already doesn't like him and everyone that likes him likes him like nothing he do do no wrong to them yeah, he's like a he's a media guy at the end of the day. Like a lot of the stuff he's doing, it truly is to cause noise, cause mm-hmm. chaos, cause division, yeah. and distract. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, and some of it's I don't even know if it's like more distracting or just more his vanity. He's going <laughs> wild, yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck yeah, I'm gonna say it. Moving <laughs> all the attention. Yeah. Oh man, he just <laughs> just like someone that really stands behind his tweets. He never backtracks, I would say. I haven't heard, I don't think he backtracks ever, like fully. And if he does it, he'll do it in such a fake way that it'll be like his supporters will be like, oh, he's just doing that to play with everyone. Yeah. He never, he always doubles down. It, it almost reminds me of Candace Owens, how she's just always on the, that's her name, right? The, I the, gotta hate her. <laughs> yeah. I almost feel bad bringing her up, but yeah, yeah. I'm just giving her clout. That just makes her stronger. She's like with the Black Panther, but evil. Yeah. <laughs> But one of her tweets I thought was interesting because she was like defending the Karen lady in the park and making just saying all this dumb Wait, stuff. Was it the Karen lady that was uh, called the cops on the the bird? The bird. She, okay, you can't even defend that one. That's yeah, so videos. she tried to defend her and then well, she was scared. Because... Yeah, she said something like, oh, she was scared or something. And then her second part of the tweet was like, also, that dog looks fine to me. He wasn't even hurt. And then just like all of the tweets were like, dang, you're wrong for this. That dog was in a ton of pain. She knows exactly what she's doing, yeah. though. She's like a sociopath, honestly. I think she she legit doesn't care. She doesn't have emotions. She doesn't care about people. She's like, just gets that check. Because she's just a mouthpiece for like racist people to be able to uh, kind of push their actual beliefs because they're like, oh, I'm not racist. She's black. So that means I'm not racist because she says it. Dumbest. So that's what all black people think. Or she speaks for all black people. <laughs> she's like the silliest. Yeah, she's like, she's really the definition of like an Uncle Tom at the end of the day. Candace Owens. Yeah, but it is like she's getting what she wanted. She's blowing up. Yeah, we could saw and do that. I would hate myself though, so I can never do that. It's weird. She just has no, she really must love herself. She's a sociopath. That's the only thing yeah, I can yeah, think yeah. of. You, the only thing you, you cannot do that. It's like, it's almost like betraying your family at the end of the day, what she does. Like, Every day, though, for a living, she just betrays her people and like ruins her own life in a way and her kids' lives. Yeah, because <laughs> it just pushes, keeps pushing. That's what she doesn't realize. She's ruining, making life harder for her kids because if they're not famous and everybody doesn't know them, they have a tougher life because of what she keeps saying. Yeah. <laughs> and her family members, she like fuck, she's fuck, she literally is fucking them. Yeah, because she has such a big platform. But oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be her. No, like karma's bitch. It'll come get her one day there's also oh there's also angelie you know from the breakfast club was posting that she um had actually sued like a 
former worker or place that she worked for for like some sort of like racism and she's you know a big proponent of racism doesn't exist like there's no um what do you call it there's no social structure or whatever that's oh racist. yeah didn't she get paid too yeah she got paid for and then she all she does in real life is denies that that stuff exists which is so funny that it just shows how much of a hypocrite she is she's like tommy laren basically like another tommy laren yeah I can't believe she got canceled too. They booted her out right away. Who, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was um, pro choice, right? I think. No, pro life. No, pro choice. No, yeah, 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 because she's conservative and they like booted her. Yeah, they're like, whoop. I haven't heard much from her. Isn't she on Fox though now? She hasn't really popped off though. Oh, I, I thought she just like got canceled oh, okay. on a cons- conservative yeah, canceled her. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, cancel culture, man, is wild. And it's everywhere. Yeah, it's wild. It's I think it's way more harder to get uh, canceled as a conservative because they're like so much against, you know, like PC stuff. Yeah. But uh, if you're like a liberal, I think that's also a, a problem with the Democratic Party, especially. That's why a lot of people aren't getting behind Joe Biden because he's been essentially canceled so many times by just not abiding to certain things and liberal principles. But we have to keep in mind, you just always oh. have to compare him to Trump at the end of the day. When you do your ideology and your beliefs, you have to compare him to Trump, like who he yeah. is as a person. But instead, people cancel him a bunch. Not saying he doesn't deserve it, because, I mean, it goes. I agree, no angel, and I but. know it, it, it does kind of suck that you have to choose in between the two, right? Mm-hmm. But like that's a problem we can solve later down the road. <laughs> this isn't yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the time now. This is a long term problem. This yeah, is yeah. a short term thing. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta figure this out right away. <laughs> yeah. We only got a couple, a couple months. months. Yeah, we got a couple we months. Gotta figure this out. But man, yeah, I actually saw it earlier today um, that it was uh, on Twitter was trending. Yale people wanted Yale to have its name changed because I guess the person that Yale was named after was a guy who was actually a slave trader um, back in the day, which is obviously fucked up. But I think if we do that, um, you have to just change the names of too much shit because it's a few long slaves back in the day. Yeah. Where for the Confederate flag, I think that should definitely be something that should just be banned and removed and all the statues taken down because those were traitors. That's, we literally went to war with those people. Mm-hmm. If they weren't the United States, they were... <laughs> The Confederate, they were traitors. Why would we have a bunch of, uh, you know, statues up of people that were traitors of us, you know? Like, <laughs> like who would do that? That doesn't make any sense. They haven't taken down a lot of statues, though, right? Yeah, thankfully. When they, should, they shouldn't even be up. It's like, it's one, it's racist. It's all racist to have them up. Because there was literally people that were fighting, like, to not let people be free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like, okay, this is just fucked up in general but yeah a lot of them have been taken down i saw some protesters like rip them down which i kind of thought was kind of tight yeah that's uh, cool yeah that would that's a bucket list item to pull down a statue yeah. so an evil yeah i think stuff like that's good though i mean because it's you can come up with a reason that everyone should be able to get behind like they're traitors yeah for sure which is so funny that people that are kind of feel or act like they're the most patriotic are the ones that often will have like the flag yeah, I love America. Just like, why you got that trader flag up then? <laughs> Have you been a lot of times to the South? Um, just Florida and Texas and Louisiana. Have you seen a lot of Confederate stuff? No, not really at all. Huh? I've seen it up here. I've, I've seen it up in Washington, though. 
Like, wait. Oh, the Confederate flags, yeah. Yeah. We were just like, are you really even, like, from there? That was a big, uh, that's a big Washington thing. Yeah. I feel like it's a bunch of people that aren't even actually from the South have it. Which is like, why do you have this? Maybe they're heroes or whatever have it on there. It is, like, a kind of evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it, was, it was interesting, because you know how, uh, NASCAR is no longer, it was banning the, the, the Confederate flag? Yeah, I guess one of the um, old drivers who was like hella good. He was like one of the best in his son races now. His name was, I think he died in an accident actually. Not the son, but the, the dad who was really good. Earl Hart or something like that. Earnhardt. You heard of that name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he had a Confederate flag on his car. Um, but one of the persons that worked for him, um, like helped out in the house and stuff like that. She was black and she had like talked about how it was like offensive or whatever. And like as soon as he had heard about that, because um, he did just didn't know that it was like offensive or racist. He went and he like scratched it off his car and like just never had it on anywhere and then like taught his kids that it was bad and shit like that. And his son was even like saying that years ago, like like five, six years ago. He's like, that flag is like only belongs in the history books or whatever. But I, if you would think that people would be, you know, have enough empathy to be like, oh, this is, you know, fucked up or whatever. Like if it makes someone feel that bad and it is, does represent something like that, they would just take it down. But I think it just goes to show like how much empathy people lack. And that yeah. was a long ass story for me to get to that point. No, but. no, no, no. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It is. It definitely shows that for sure. Yeah. Have you seen uh, that a bunch of kind of switching gears, like gym companies and stuff like that have been going under? Yeah. Didn't 24 hour fitness file for, for bankruptcy. Yep, yep. Them and gold's gym or whatever. So I want what what happens there? Because I feel they're like all Google... doing. Are they doing bankruptcy protection or um? It's like chapter eleven or thirteen. One of the ones. It's like you can come back from. Uh, yeah, you can come back. I'm assuming they're doing all the one that you can like come back from. Yeah, I think people will still go to the gym. I'm probably not going to because I have a garage gym now. Nice flex. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> if you want to, I already mentioned this on the last episode, so I want to talk about it. But you can flip weights now for a hell of money. Really? Because they sell out, uh, yeah. Dang. Hopefully chapter can... 11, by the way. Okay. I think it's the uh, one where you can come back from. Very slow Google-er. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like five minutes later. Dude, didn't Hertz? Hertz tried to, because they had filed for bankruptcy, they tried to sell $1 billion in stock. And they actually got stopped because people were just like, I mean, you can't just sell something that's worth no money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they got stopped. They were trying to raise a billion dollars for that. I wonder what they. I wonder if they thought they were going to come back, or they were just like, "Oh, let's get our our money, like our salaries, real quick." Man, I didn't hear about that. And no, yeah, yeah, that happened early this week. After hours down, they were down fifteen percent yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> What's one divided by twenty? They're like down ninety percent, ninety five percent. Dang. So we were talking. Um, earlier kind of shifting gears already we barely talked about this but we were thinking of doing like a little squad trip retin an rv um and just driving somewhere and going camping so yeah it would be fun to go to like a national park yeah i think it'd be cool and i think actually riding the rv would be kind of fun it's like a giant party bus but someone has to drive it so if anyone wants to drive it let's listen to it uh, that's listening to this podcast any of our friends no less now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't. I didn't really understand. I thought we were actually going to drive somewhere, then pick up the RV. But that might be a better idea. 
and then do like a shorter drive. Yeah. yeah. I'm down to drive a car. I wouldn't want to drive an RV. It's just like kind of scary. Yeah, basically driving a semi truck <laughs> <laughs> with no license or anything. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and people just walking around in the back and stuff. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. I'm good. Yeah. I wonder why more people don't buy RVs. I feel like that's like a good way to live. Like it's basically like the size of an apartment. It's mobile. Yeah. So you probably get I, a pretty nice one too. How much are they? Like forty, fifty grand, probably. Guessing. I thought I was saying like 100 or something, but probably oh, not. Probably not, actually, because I see so many people with RVs that maybe don't have like a, that don't think, I don't think would have spent $100,000 on just some car, you know? Yeah. So here's a used one, 2005, 30000 on eBay. Wow. It's only that cheap. But a lot of them are like 80000 it looks like. Okay. A lot of the more legit ones, but you can get, yeah, a, zoo, a used smaller one for... Um, 30,000. Okay, that's pretty tight. Would you ever do a tiny home or a tiny home RV style? Which I guess is just like a modern RV. No. And I live in a house and I'm like, well, it's not a house, it's a townhome, but it's basically like a house. I'm just like, I can never they go back. A, they call this a townhome? Yeah. Bro, this is not this is a <laughs> super big townhome. Because <laughs> it's like connected to another house. Like multiple oh, houses. Funny. I would think it's a townhome. And this is, yeah, the biggest town home. Yeah, dude, it's like, I would, uh, yeah, I don't think I can go back to living, even though I would be in the city, I'm still pretty close, like 20 minutes out from everything now. So, yeah. I mean, it's not that bad in all honesty. Like, well, especially right now too. Yeah. Not a lot going on. It's not, it's not really popping. Mm-hmm. It might be more difficult, but it's, I feel like our friend group doesn't really go out and Go to clubs. Well, obviously nobody does right now, but before we oh, yeah. had already started, it's kind of slowed down on going out a bunch and whatnot. Yeah. It's more like kickbacks and just hanging out all together. Yeah, for sure. We're getting, we were getting a little bit past the club age. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> for Seattle too. Seattle's so small. Like we've kind of, we've done the Seattle circuit. Yeah. It's like, we have nowhere else we can go. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is our, uh, our peak. Man. I, yeah. I wonder when, if the clubs will open back up this summer. Dang, it's hard because it seems like the perfect environment for someone to get sick with something. It's when you're in it with just so many people and you're underground and there's no AC. At least I don't think there's an AC. There might be fans. It's just like really humid, like warm. And you like bump into people and you're like, I got a bunch of sweat on me now. Dang, clubs are wild. Like, why do people, why do we even go to clubs at the end of the day? Wasn't it? Would it be make more sense just to hang out with people? Because we only hang out with each other. It's not like we're going and talking to other people. That's why we're, <laughs> that's why we're not going to clubs anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like a wild hangout. Yeah, basically. Because we we're all hanging out. Because most people are like wiped up and whatnot. And so it's just, we just get there. And it's like, okay, we're just going to hang out around a bunch of other people with ourselves. And we could have just done this inside. And we're going to be able to hear each other less. We got to pay 20 bucks for a drink. Mm-hmm. It's like you have no cell service because you can't really post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It'll be weird that we're going to transition out of the, the turnips uh, scene with, with COVID, I feel like. Yeah. Absolutely. Because stuff like that won't open up till next summer. Yeah. This, this kind of ended it for us. Damn. R.I.P. <laughs> I think we'll just do a vacation. Lisa's going to be listening to this and like, nah. Nah, yeah. Lisa's just going to be like, nope. I don't know what you guys are doing, but uh, nah. 
Damn. I think we'll just do more vacations. I think vacations are the most fun. It's like squad trips. Yeah, LA. LA was, I think, the last one we went on. Yeah. Which was a while ago, too. That was a year ago. Damn, yeah. I went on more, though. I went on. What's the Rolling Loud? I guess that's the only other one. Arizona? Arizona was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Damn, we were supposed to go to Arizona. Shout out to Eli. Yeah, that, that would have been. Yeah, that was going to be. We could have gone still. I thought about it. Yeah, because um, because I just don't know how, what we're going to need to use those credits for now. Mm-hmm. I think they extended them though for like a year. Oh really? So it's like eighteen months or something. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I think so. That's, That's crazy. And do you think one of the airlines will consolidate? Ooh, I think one of them is going to be screwed because I'm hearing a lot of people are going to just permanently reduce their travel. You save so much more money. As long as companies can figure out a way where them not traveling, they still make more money if they make more profit by not traveling versus, you know, maybe some money they might lose on face-to-face sales, then they just won't travel. It's definitely going to normalize stuff that that happened previously just in person, like those in-person deals Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I feel like, you know, afterwards, that stuff will still come back and it'll still be, you know, probably the normal thing to do and what people do most. But at least now people understand it like, oh, like we don't have to, though. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. We can at least try to make it work without having to meet each other face to face. Exactly. Yeah. And if everybody's doing it, then you're not worried about losing that competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, everybody's doing it. We're all on the same playing field. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That'd be one tight thing to come out because I do like working from home nice get a workout during lunch if you want kind of get to choose your own hours if you don't have meetings mm-hmm. it's really nice and it you save so much time not having to get ready not having to mute get yeah. up early yeah and it, it makes just it so flexible like even this week i think i was gone almost every morning this morning running around having to do stuff mm-hmm. and yeah i feel like i worked noon to eight almost like every day this week like, I just didn't have any meetings in the morning and, you know, yeah. nice. hopefully everyone's all good with it. I say that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good, good save too. See, I was still working 40 hours. <laughs> I said 12 to 8, not yeah. 12 to 4. <laughs> you want to listen to this? He's like, you're doing what, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I saw. You cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> He's just watching you, just like message you in the middle of the day, just checking to see if you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever feel like that if you're, you know, you have like your IM thing status, you're just like, man. I, if I eat lunch, some people know I'm not working. Like, if it just goes away or anything like that, or you pass that point where you're just like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, no. That's it. It's, um, it's really weird that this is a norm, mm-hmm. but at my work, people will put themselves on a way on purpose, mm-hmm. just permanently. And so for some reason, so for, I'd say 10% of people, um, maybe 5%, like, they, you just actually never know when they're working. Oh. They just, like, block that. That's and so, like, it's, it's a thing that is kind of, normalized where right so no one really pays attention to it as much because people are like oh they might just like always turn it off yeah that's good yeah i feel like you as long as you have the certain type of like personality and type of like quality people if you just let them like do their thing a lot more happier and a lot a lot more efficient man i said it really stupid in the way <laughs> i said it really dumb the way i said uh happier and then i just said stupider or whatever ah oh well uh, yeah, Dylan's like writing down a piece, piece of paper. Cut, cut, fifty three forty. 
No, we just press play on this podcast. Never have cut anything ever. <laughs> Kidding. No, I, I agree though. I hope that sticks around because it has been super fun. It'll be weird when it gets into the winter though. I'm interested to see what what it's like during the winter when I can't be outside as much. Yeah. Like I need to go somewhere. Yeah. I think I, I might have to get like a treadmill or we something. Were, oh, treadmill. That'd be good. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, the gyms probably won't be open and I just really won't want to go yeah. on one. You can get like, like a dock thingy. Ride your bike. A dog? A dock. Like, oh, my bike might yeah. be, yeah. And you can just ride your bike, maybe get a Peloton if you want some videos. Like, Are you talking about the one where it's just, you just ride your normal bike? Uh, yeah, you can get that, or you can get like the video one, the hell expensive, like bougie one, the Peloton. The Peloton, but you have to pay subscription fees on it too. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, damn, that's really expensive. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a couple thousand dollars and then 50 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. For 50 bucks a month, probably, or something like that. Probably. So surprised that I like biking so much. It's so much fun, though. It's a great way to work out. It is a great way to work out, because it's, like, fun, fast. Not as hard as running. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think you're going to do? What other cardio would you do during the winter? You just go... Because in college, you used to go on those middle-of-the-night runs, and I was always like, Josh, they're gonna, someone's going to shoot you. Like, that's, funny. that's a dark-ass joke, obviously, but I was like... But you, you know, I've had some weird run-ins on my runs. I, like, I don't run at night anymore. Yeah, I was like, Josh, you're like a black dude in the middle of the night with gloves on and like a hat, and you just run in around here. I don't think they're going to believe you. You don't have your phone or anything. You didn't carry like anything on you. <laughs> yeah, it was not It was not the best idea in hindsight. What are you running from, sir? Praise! <laughs> Yeah, and um, when I was running in college, there was like three really weird events that happened at me. Like one time I was running at night because I used to I used to run like nine and ten o'clock. One time I was running at night, some guy jumped out of me at like on a mobile home, and (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah, and then a year later I was running in Gasworks, and this time I was being super dumb. It was like my sophomore year, and it was during the summer, and I was running at like eleven o'clock at night. (laughs) <laughs> and I was running through Grassworks and it was super dark and I couldn't see anything. And uh so I like went in the park. I was like, shoot, I can't see anything. So I turned around and then you know the like Why'd you go to the darkest spot, the park? There's no lights. There. I want to see the this is skyline. <laughs> <laughs> Just pitch black. Yeah. Uh, I'd be scared, dude. In the little metal park, you know, over there yeah. in Gasworks. Someone literally <laughs> hopped out at me and then had to like run away. And then I got in the parking lot and more pe- there was like a group of people walking. I was like, don't go over there. There's some like dude jumping out of people. <laughs> and then the last story is that um in this one was during a daylight. I was running in Ravenna. And as I was running, I went to a little bit too close to this guy. Oh, is this the homeless guy that you're talking about? He may, he may, he okay. didn't seem good. Okay. Um, I don't know if he was. So I remember I asked you if you wanted to go to Ravenna Park one time. You're like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was running there. It was broad daylight and it was really busy too, but I went and they have a ton of side trails Yeah. and I was running up the side trail. And then as I passed this guy, I don't know what, he, I don't know if he was scared or what happened, but mid stride, he just shoulder checks the shit out of me. And since I was mid stride, you know, you're off balance. And so I just go flying <laughs> at the ground and I'm like looking up and I'm like, what the hell? And he's just like covering over. He's like, do you want to fight me? Do you fight me? <laughs> just screaming at me. And I just got super confused. I was just like, no, I'm good. And then just like ran away. 
um because he yeah he he didn't look good and i was just like oh man i don't really want to i was just running oh, oh running okay yeah i was just running <laughs> and i know if my dad ever listens to this he's gonna be upset he's like why'd you run away but <laughs> yeah. i was like nah, he did not look good i was like <laughs> Uh, I was like, it looks like you've been in a couple fights recently. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> you got some practice on you. Yeah, I'm out of breath already. <laughs> just imagine getting getting ready to fight someone. He's just and some some guy just says, "I'm willing to die." <laughs> like, all right, never mind. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. This is not what I thought it was. Oh man, funny. Ah shit, we're at uh, about an hour. I think we can uh, shut it down on that note. Yeah. Be careful out at Ravenna Park, everybody. <laughs> Be careful out at Ravenna Park, and don't run at night. Also, yeah, I never, I haven't ran at night since college. There's no. some guy there who just is—he's not a nice guy. <laughs> he might shoulder check you. <laughs> you want to fight? <laughs> Damn, that's gotta be a quote. I'm gonna start saying that. You want to fight? He's just out of nowhere. You know, if you do see him, no fight him. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me if I could have taken him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. This has been the Out of Office Podcast. Make sure to just share this with a friend. That helps our channel grow. And anything else you want to say, Josh? No, it was good talking as always. Talk to you next week. Yeah, talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Peace.